Good morning, everybody. Good morning to all of you who are here to worship our Lord Jesus Christ and for those that you are at home worshipping him. It's just great to be part of the body of Christ as we gather on Sundays to give him all the praise and adoration that he's so worthy of. The prayer I've got for us today actually builds on what Nadine was just saying and one of the things that I've found that helps us to overcome the fears and doubts that we have is remembering what God has done for us in the past. Satan's very keen to do everything he can to make us forget that and to forget how much God loves us and how faithful he is. And uh, so we're going to be doing something to look at that this morning. And one of the things that has helped me, I love Psalm 77, and I encourage you to read it right through because it really is an amazing psalm. And a man called Asaph had reached the depths of despair and thinks that God has turned his back on him forever. And he asks, will the Lord reject him forever? Will he never show his face again? Has his love vanished forever? He feels totally abandoned by God. And then he pulls himself up and he says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord and makes a wonderful list of the deeds, miracles and character of God in his dealings with the people of Israel. And we just sang the words of one of them then about how he split the sea so that I could walk right through. And that's one of the things in Asaph's prayer. So the words I will remember are so important and I really encourage you that if you don't keep a journal, please start making one and list in there all the things that God has done for you. Because when you do go through tough times, it is great to have that to look back on. Um, God did ask different people in the Bible at different times to write down what he was telling them as things to be remembered. So he thought it was important and I know that is something that is a real value and treasure for us as well. So I'm going to lead you now through just a short time of remembering what God has done for you. And uh, then we'll offer a prayer of thanksgiving together, which will be up on the screen. So will you please close your eyes now and just focus on the Lord. Remember a time in your life that was really difficult and there appeared no solution, but God made a way and showed his care. Remember a time of sickness for yourself or a loved one, and God brought healing and comfort. Remember a time of stressful financial difficulties and God provided for you. Remember a time of employment struggles and God gave you the answer to a problem or provided you with another job. Remember a time of feeling alone and deeply anxious and God caused someone to ring you or visit you at just the right time. Remember a time of having to find a new home and God led you to exactly the right place for you. And like Asaph, remember a time when you were feeling abandoned and helpless but God showed you how precious and loved you really are. So now let's give our prayer of thanks together. Lord, 
I thank you for your mercy and your goodness to me. I ask your forgiveness for the times I have doubted you, for the times I have let fear control my thinking. I want to praise you for all my blessings, that you always do abundantly more than I could ask or imagine. Thank you that your strength is mine. Thank you that you are my refuge and my protector, that you hold me with your right hand. Thank you that you are my provider. You promise me that I will lack no good thing. Thank you that you have plans for me to prosper and that you have a plan for my life. Thank you that you will never leave me. Thank you that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. You do not change and you cannot lie. Thank you that your word is truth. Thank you that you know my deepest thoughts and answer all my prayers. And above all, I thank you for giving your son Jesus to die the death I should have died so that I can live the life he lived, that of your dearly loved child. And in his name I pray. Thank you, dear Father. Amen. Thank you for leading us, Carol. I don't know about you, but every, everything Carol asked us to remember, the Lord just brought something to mind. Isn't that amazing? Things that I'd completely forgotten about, how God is good and God works in our lives. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, if you're new, my name is, is Sam, and as, as Soren uh, said, I'm, here the, I'm the pastor here at the Hills Christian Family Centre. Thank you for that little anniversary mentions, Soren, <laughs> and thank you for Willie for reminding me of that this week as well. She took a photo of our ordination and she and it must have come up in your phone and, and you reminded me of that. It's beautiful. And thank you. And if you're online watching this as well, I welcome you to our service of worship as well. Um, just a couple of things. Um, and don't give anyone the opportunity to go to sleep in church because... That, that happens when I talk anyway, so we, we, don't, we don't want to give anyone another opportunity. That would be great. And Soren, I don't think we'll be having um, cabbage rolls anytime soon, so you're, you're free from that one. Friends, uh, we had an amazing Sunday last Sunday. Uh, if, if you joined us, uh, as Soren said, Pastor John from Ghana was with us, and uh, it was just an amazing uh, time for us as a church. I think it was a, a special moment in time for us as a church. And I just thought before we, we get into the Word, it would just be good to sort of share a little bit about that um, and also just to give some reassurance and some teaching in uh, some of the things that we saw. Uh, first of all, I think one thing we, we can do two extremes. We can either try and manipulate and, and make that sort of thing happen, or we can just say that was a single event and, and move on. And I don't think either of those two things are, are a healthy thing to do. There's a, a balance in the middle where we are longing for and we are seeking the things of God, and we are longing for God to move in our midst and in fact, that's something that we as a, a leadership team, uh, we are in our prayer nights, uh, have been seeking and we've been uh, praying and asking for God to be moving in tangible ways in which we would know his presence with us, that we would undoubtedly sense his work amongst us and that there would be signs and wonders that follow. And we experienced some of that 
last week. And some of you might not have had an experience of that before. Maybe you've, you come from a different background. Maybe some of you have been longing for it and uh, hurrah, it's finally <laughs> arrived. Uh, but I think one of the things I just wanted to share is some, some things that have been going on uh, in my life and in my journey uh, as I've been partialing this church. And that is um, in the same way that wasn't it great when Nadine shared and was vulnerable about standing up in front of you guys saying, you know, I feel like I can't sing. I feel like I don't have any uh, strength in myself to be doing what I'm doing, but God has, God has made a way. Isn't that a, a wonderful thank you, Nadine, for being, being honest in that? And can I say that that was, that was certainly my journey. When God first called me, I had a real struggle with my speech and I still feel like I do. <laughs> uh, and I said, how can I be a pastor when it's to do with talking and being, being able to communicate clearly? And, and the Lord just encouraged me and empowered me and, and enabled me to, to do the role that I'm doing. But uh, through, through this journey uh, as, as coming here, I've, I have longed to see God move amongst us. Uh, many of you who are close to me, who, who know my heart, have have wanted to to see God uh, tangibly come and minister. And we've been opening up our services intentionally, uh, and we've been uh, intentionally doing that week by week. But something happened before John came, and that is I've been discussing with our leadership team and our insights team that I really feel like there's a change on the horizon for us as a church that there's a new season that the Lord's bringing to us. And that season is to do with the way in which we minister to one another. Uh, there, there is a certain model of church where the pastor, uh, particularly in a small church, is involved in most things and, and has his finger in all the pies and knows, <laughs> knows what goes on. And, and that's, that's good to a certain extent and to a certain uh, growth period in, in the life of the church. But uh, research shows that when you, when you hit around the 200 number in a church, and that's kind of where we are. I know we're not there today because it's daylight savings, school holidays at the end, and it's a long weekend, so that's okay. Three, three biggies there. But around that number, the, the way in which we do church needs to change in order for us to continue to grow. And I'm not just talking about numbers. I'm talking about effectiveness, and I'm talking about um, with, with power and change in our lives. And that change needs to be one where there's more of a, uh, the pastor um, empowers leaders uh, and certain ministry heads to, to be empowered for ministry and to, to, to run teams and, and to expand the ministry that way in order to grow. So I've been sharing this with our, our leadership team and with our insights team. And I think, look, a change is coming. I believe God is going to be calling up people in our church to take on ministries, to be empowered and uh, commissioned uh, to do things in the life of our church. And then... Um, it was interesting, the prayer night before John came, I was driving to the prayer night. And friends, if you, if you want to see the way God works, join us for a prayer night uh, because it's a great way to get together and to be led and ask the Spirit to work amongst us because I believe it's been through the prayer nights that we've actually seen a lot of this change happen. And I, was, I, was pre- I had prepared something for our prayer night 
And I was driving here and I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me, drop what you prepared. I want you to pray into the word that was given last Sunday. I was thinking, what word? And there was Mike Russell uh, stood here and he gave a word and, and nothing was done with that word. And I felt like the Lord say, that word is not for an individual but for our church. Uh, and if you weren't here, I'll just recap what that was. He said he saw an overgrown garden. There were fruit trees, there, there was a garden there at one stage, but it had become overgrown and there were vines and things going up the fruit trees. But then there was this iron gate and the iron gate swung open and as the person walked through, they entered this new land and it was beautiful and, and, and they saw a beautiful garden that wasn't overgrown, that was just, just stunning. And the more this was the thing, the more they walked in that space, the more things opened up in their view. And we prayed over that vision for, uh, as, a, as a prayer night team. And I got the sense that the Lord was saying where we were was overgrown as a church. There's nothing wrong with it. There's been fruitfulness, but that, that season, that garden is, is, is done with. And there's going to be a, a, a season where we're, we're going into a new thing and the more we walk in it, the more God's going to continue to open up. And I got this sense too that this gate was, it was an iron gate and when, as soon as I think iron, I think heavy, I think, uh, you know, intrusive, it, it's, it's intimidating. How on earth do we get through an iron gate? And, and there's a fear that we can't open the gate. There's a fear that it's impossible. There's a fear that in our own strength that those things can't be done. And Nadine, she chose this song without me knowing what I was going to share this morning and you just opened up the way for, for this little section because I feel like last week the Lord said, I can just push open that gate. It's, 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 it might be heavy and it might be intimidating and we might have fears of what's beyond the other side, but let me just blow a breath of the Spirit and watch that gate fling open. And I think that was good for us as a church. I think it in, injected a, a, a amount of faith for us for what God is, is calling us to. So just wanted to sort of start by sharing that and, and I, I want to pray, uh, particularly if you're feeling like, you've got more to give. Uh, as we're thinking about what the Lord is opening up for us and as we go through it, and that, that was the other thing, I didn't think this was one person or the pastor running into the new field and saying, come on, guys, come with me. felt like the Lord said we've got to go together. We've got to go hand in hand and we've all got to do this journey together. And so that means us as a church taking hold of that and believing that in faith. And part of that doing it together is, is this calling on your heart. I want to pray that the, there's, the Lord's going to be opening up in, in your mind and in your heart certain uh, either giftings or certain ministry areas in the life of our church that you're feeling called to, that you could step up into. Um, because... One of the things John prayed for me was that that there would be new people surrounding us into this new season. And wasn't it very interesting that John didn't know any of that thought in my mind 
that I've been praying for and thinking of. And then as he's praying for people, he's saying, in, in the new chapter for this church, this is going to, for the new chapter in the church. And he kept saying that word. I was like, I, I didn't talk about that with you. And yet you've, you've discerned that and you've called that out. And so I just want to now just, just pray along those lines and, and ask that the Lord would be maybe revealing something in your heart about some way in which you can get involved and then we're going to get on to something else as well. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for the way you lead us. Lord, we do have fears. We do feel intimidated. We have this sense of, of I'm lo- perhaps I'm out of control and I'm, I'm giving that over to you. But, Lord, you are a good God who has good gifts for us. And when we, we, we see that and we acknowledge that, there is no fear, uh, there is no intimidation. We can come to you knowing that, that all power is in you to encourage, to build up, to empower, to, to uh, set us on that path that you're calling us to. And so, Lord, in, in this, uh, this thought about the, the new season, about a new garden, about uh, walking together as a church into the new things that you're calling us to, I pray right now that you'd be uh, touching people's lives in this room and as people are watching online as well that you would be stirring in their hearts perhaps uh, a ministry, uh, a particular calling. Lord, that you'd be releasing spiritual gifts in each and every one of us to empower us and equip us to to equip each other and to love one another. And Lord, I just pray for for your spirit to be at work uh, in, in our hearts, removing those fears that would say, I can't do it. Like Nadine and like myself, we say, I can't do it. There's, there's nothing in me. There's no strength in me. But with, with God, all things are possible. And uh, with, with God, he calls you and he equips those that he calls. He doesn't call the equipped. He equips those he calls. And as he calls you right now, he's also going to equip you with the power and with the gifts that, that accompany that calling. So, Lord, just uh, lay that on our hearts right now. And we just pray that in, in the mess of all that, that you would be discerning, Lord, that there'd be a sense of, of, of your spirit discerning and bringing out your good things that you're calling us as a church to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, the other thing I just wanted to share is um, how, do we, how do we process or how do we discern when God speaks amongst us? Uh, when, when a prophetic word is given or when, when there's other words or things spoken over our lives, how do we process and how do we uh, come to a point where we're, we're, that's sitting well with us? I think that's something that we need to teach and need to acknowledge uh, as we go into this, this new season as we're expecting that to come. Because sometimes we can, we can say things, we can have a word and it, and it might be of God or it might be of me <laughs> and we need to acknowledge that sometimes but sometimes I believe that God actually gives us words that actually cause us to step out of where we were and to start in a, in a step of faith and uh, um, what's your name Kathy <laughs> Kathy Kathy got prayed for last Sunday and it was a great experience for Kathy. And Kathy's going to come up now and I'm going to interview her because she's done some processing about the word that has been given to her and that the word has been prayed over her. So you want to grab the, that colour? Beautiful. So 
Thanks for sharing, Kathy. It's a pleasure. It's um, rare. Already, you're, it was a really exciting time for us as a church, and uh, you, you were part of that. Um, so just for those who weren't here, just can you tell us the experience and perhaps the word that was, was given to you as you were prayed for? Well, it was actually before I was prayed for. Sitting in the front row can be a bit dangerous. But um, I was sitting right there and he's like preaching and then he's like, and you, and he starts like prophesying over me and I'm like, okay. Um, he said uh, something like, God is, uh, God is going to move you into a very higher level of healing. You're going to lay on your hands on people and they will be healed miraculously. Uh, and he was encouraging me in, to lift my faith level and to um, not worry about not being perfect, but God chooses imperfect people. And um, I'm sitting there, wow, that came out of left field. Um, so uh, he did pray for me later um, as well. And, yeah, so that was the, that was the word. Yep. And just, just tell us when that word was first, first given, what was, what was your human reaction to that? <laughs> my human reaction was I have never thought of myself as having a healing ministry that I was like, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I was like, oh, I'll receive that and, um, and process it and not just dismiss it out of hand. Yeah. yeah, great. So then let's move on to, like, how then did you, did you process this? Um, what, what, are, what are some tools that you can prote- potentially teach yeah. us as a church as the, the, the methods and the way in which you processed that word? Yeah, so when I receive a prophetic word, there's two sort of areas uh, that we need to um, test because God calls us to test prophetic words and to hold on to the good and, and discard what is evil. So uh, the two areas are the person who's giving me the prophecy and then, and then the actual word that they say and then testing that. So the person I knew... Um, John had a long-standing relationship with our church. He preaches Jesus of the Bible who died and rose again for our sins. He's an evangelist. Um, I, he's a man of good character. So I didn't have any worries about the person. Um, the word, well, I was thinking about it. Well, is, is it biblical? Well, yeah, it's biblical. Uh, God always calls us to pray for healing. It's in James. Uh, the gift of healing is in 1 Corinthians. It's listed as one of the gifts of the Spirit. Actually, it's gifts of healings, so it could be all types of things. Um, and that's just what we're called to do as a body. So I wouldn't be disobeying Scripture if I obeyed this word. Um, yeah, so is it biblical? Does it bear witness with me? Well, Actually, he said some things in the ser- in the sermon that he didn't quite get the word out of what he was trying to say. But I reckon it was for me. He was like, you know, you listen to all these these these, and he couldn't think of what it is. Uh, but you need to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's me. I listen to podcasts incessantly, <laughs> and uh, and I've been encouraged in those podcasts to pray for people who are who are sick or are struggling with um, you know maybe demonization or anything like and I just want to see people free and so um so that did bear witness because I was like yeah that's I do want to see that uh and it's also that li- raising my level of faith is something I needed to be encouraged in because like I believe in a God who's got Genesis 1 on his resume and I don't always believe that he can yeah. 
heal when I pray. Um, so, yeah. So that, is it biblical? Does it bear witness with me? And to test it with others in, in the community. So I went to my husband first and he chatted with me about it. Actually, he approached me to talk about it. You know, how does that sit with you? Um, and I told him pretty much what I just told you and that I was wanting to pray for people more anyway. And so he encouraged me to do that. I talked to Sam about it, let him know because he's over me in the church. He's, he's responsible for my spiritual growth. So I wanted to be accountable to him as well. Um, and, yeah, and then I asked people to pray for me about that too. Fantastic. So you're looking at the person who's giving the word, like are they a trustworthy person? Do you, do you, do you believe sort of what they're saying in their character, that sort of thing? Um, then uh, you're looking at the word itself, yeah, does it does it line up with scripture? So it's not something that's out there and beyond the scope of what we already know that the Lord has revealed to us as truth. Yep. Um, and then there's also a sense of testing it amongst um, the family of God. So there's and does it yeah bear witness with me? So um, yeah, I think you know, where, where the Spirit of the Lord is at work, there is unity, and there wouldn't be uh, someone saying something and. 99% of the other people going, well, I don't, that doesn't fit well with me. So that there's a sense of accountability in the body for that, that word to be, to be understood. Yeah, and just I think, you know, we are talking about fears before um, and Nadine um, set us off on, on that. Thank you, Nadine, again. Um, and I guess I want to ask a question and feel free to just, just preach. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, I think sometimes we, we all have this, this fear of the unknown or uh, is this for me or, or what is God going to say to me? Is it going to be something that I'm going to like or is it something I'm, I'm fearful of? Like what would you say to someone who potentially maybe week after week feels like, you know, they should maybe be prayed for but there's just something holding them back? Like for you it was a good thing. Yeah, how how do you in, encourage people in the life of the church that, that that this is a good thing? Go for it. <laughs> we have a good God. Like His character is good, and He is not gonna He's not gonna uh, dump His children in the rubbish heap. He's gonna lift you up and lift us up onto the onto the rock, onto the solid place. And so when we're coming to him, we're not coming to a person or a ministry or anything, we're coming to him and we can trust in his character. And if you don't if you doubt his character, get stuck into the word. Get stuck into the word. Find out who he is. Um, and then if you are stuck into the word, that that does for me, that reduces my fear because I know I can test things well when I know scripture or I know, oh, that, that reminds me of something in scripture. I can go and have a look in scripture. Does it bear witness to me? Does it, does it fit with scripture? Is there more something God wants to say through this word about, to me, through his, through the Bible? So what I, actually one thing I did when I got home is I started reading the stories of Jesus and how he healed people because I know that he healed people in his earthly ministry and then we've been through Acts recently, haven't we? We saw that he kept on doing it through the church and that 
actually hasn't finished. And so I went back to be encouraged more in that through through the, the living word. So if if God does, you know, prompt you to ask for help, um, in fact, he doesn't even need to prompt you. Like, who here is a strong, strong vessel who never needs any help? <laughs> no one. We all need prayer. And I don't know, it's just caused me this last few weeks just being receptive to what God is saying to me personally has caused me more to seek out prayer more. To, I've been going over to the Russell's place and saying, hey, pray for me, pray for me. I need it. I can't do this without it. And so it's not a sign of um, lack of faith. It's a sign of faith to come and be prayed for and receive a word. If you receive a word, um, use those you know, discernment strategies. If you're not sure what to do with it, go and talk to someone who you know is pretty solid in the word um, and has got good character. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Thank you, Cathy. Was there any other question or that was about it? Sounds yeah. good to okay, me. Okay, yeah, sounds great. Um, well, I've got a sermon that I prepared, but you know what? <laughs> Part of me is feeling like... Um, uh, I knew that we we're going to be talking about Kathy's um, gift that she uh, got prayed for for healing, and I just wonder whether there's some people in the church right now who are longing for for God to to heal them, and we might open up some time of prayer together. We talked before about us doing this together. Um, the other, can I just also say the other thing that God showed me on Sunday. I was, I was sitting there in the second row as John was ministering and the, the Lord showed me the picture. Do you remember the very first sermon I gave when we first moved into this church? No, no, it was, I, I will build my church. Oh, yeah, but the gate, you're right. Um, I will build my church. And, and I was reminding us that it's Jesus that's going to do this. It's not about me. It's not about a certain certain person it's Jesus that's going to build his church, and that's to do with all of us. And so we can all participate in what Jesus is doing and partnering with him in that. And so I wonder, um, I know that there's some people here struggling with some certain physical ailments, but do you know that the thing that the Lord reminded me of this morning is that, that healing isn't just physical, the Lord long, longs to heal our emotional wounds. There are things that have happened to us in the past that we're carrying with us. Uh, we, we have these fears. We have these anxieties. Uh, we have these worries. We have these doubts about ourselves and being children of God. And that comes from these experiences and these emotional hurts that have, that have happened in our lives. And so if you've got a physical ailment or if you've got an emotional need and you'd like healing, I want to open this up to us right now for us to pray. And Kathy's going to be here. I'm going to be here. Uh, Carol's going to be here at the front. And uh, maybe there's some, some other people who feel, feel called to pray for one another. And we're just going to spend some time praying. Maybe, Dave, you can find maybe a song we can just put over the PA. And let's... Let's, let's step out in faith. Let's believe that we, that gate has been opened and that we're, we're walking into the new things that God has for us. 
So if you if you right now this morning that you've you've got a need and you want God to, to, to move in your life, will you come forward and we'd love to pray with you right now. Um, perhaps as, as, as this, this prayer is going, um, th- there might be a couple of testimonies out of last week maybe. Um, or, or there's a couple of people maybe who, who received a word and you want some more clarity over that. Uh, or, um, yeah, so just want to open that up as well. Is there, is there a testimony of, of, of something, Willie? I've got a testimony and I've also got a word which I've had since I've got up this morning, which is so fitting for what's been happening. Um, uh, I was prayed for last week and I had a sore back because I helped Lauren move the kids' rooms around and my back was so, so sore. And when I was driving home, it had gone. I suddenly realised, oh, my back's not sore anymore, (laughs) which was wonderful. Um, There's been a scripture that's been on my heart since I got up this morning uh, I just want to read it to you. It's and it's from the New American Standard Version. So we often read the NIV, don't we? But sometimes be tempted to read other versions because it, it can just speak to you differently. Um, so the scripture is in Isaiah forty verse ten. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And I just feel there's one person in particular, but possibly two, where the scripture here says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you. Because sometimes we just look at our circumstances and we look at our finances, we look at our future, we look at our children and we worry. We are anxiously looking about us all the time. But God says, don't fear. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. So if that one person has really got a lot of angst, then maybe somebody could pray for that too. Well... I believe there's someone there, but I think that word's for me, Willie. <laughs> um, when Carol asked us to re- be reminded of a time when we were alone and, and God showed up and reminded us that he was with us, the Lord showed me a picture of when I first became a youth pastor and after three months I wanted to throw it all away. It was too hard. I was running and I was doing it all in my own strength and I took my little Bible out to a park bench and I did what you're not allowed to do. I opened it up and I put my finger down and I said, Lord, speak to me. And it was that verse. It was that verse. And I felt like the Lord say, do not be afraid. I am with you. My, my righteous right hand will uphold you or something like that. And, and Carol, when you, when you asked us to pray, it just came to me. And then Willie, you just shared that then. So 
What a blessing. Thank you. But there, there might be someone else who too is fearful as you're looking around you and as you're wondering what's, what's going on. I think we need to pray for Sam. Sam, would you mind going in the middle there? Because sure. <laughs> if we are, you know, transitioning to something in new chapter and it's a bit weird for all of us uh, doing something a little bit different, but I just encourage everyone to just turn to face Sam because he has a lot of responsibility. I don't want to be in his position, but um, <laughs> just be honest. Um, but let's pray for him. Dan, do you want to lead us? Oh, Lord, we are humbled by what you can do in our lives and uh, the way that you lift us up and despite weakness and as Sam shared beautifully then. Oh, Holy Spirit, we just pray for empowerment and just that reminding that, Lord, that you are our Father. You look on us as children, children that you bring into your arms and you enwrap that love and that just pure, pure relationship that you bring. And uh, just thank you for Sam, Father, and the way he's leading us now, Lord. Just give him that strength and that encouragement, Lord. Help us to come along the journey and be part of what you're doing in this church. We just uh, we want to open the gate together and be seeing the horizons that are ahead, Lord. Horizons that are unknown and full of beauty and full of what you have for us. And, um, yeah, thank you for what you're bringing. In Jesus' name, bless Sam and his family too, Lord. Amen. Just going to close our service with a, a song. Uh, Nadine's, Nadine's chosen. It just declares that there is none but Jesus. I invite you to stand. Um, and as we just continue to be in this this time of the Lord speaking, the Lord ministering to us, it might be even even as we sing and as you come humbly to the Lord this morning, that He'd continue to speak to your heart and do something in you. Uh, and so we're going to sing this song and then we might continue to sing. And if you want to come after the service for prayer, we want to be, be here for you as well. Feel free to stand and join with us as we sing. In the quiet, in the stillness I know that you are God in the
Sam's often said that I'm very good at wrapping up and uh, based on messages that have been shared and spoken. Thanks for not ministering anything. Thanks for not, 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 not saying anything today, Sam. I appreciate that. It's really given me something to work with. Um, actually, you know, as I was, uh, as we were having that time uh, of ministry, I was writing out words, and that's often how it works for me. I'll write words that come to mind when, or things that stand out from what's been said. So why don't you join me as we close in prayer? God, give us courage to take new steps of faith. Uh, give us discernment to not be led away from your hand of guidance. Give us a heart to support and serve each other. Humility to admit that we didn't always know it, we haven't always gotten it right, and we haven't always seen it all. Give us energy in the tank and wisdom to move forward together. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. I hope you uh, have a wonderful week. Uh, Unfortunately, there isn't any uh, coffee on today, but do hang around, have a chat. If you do want to have prayer, you're welcome to stay, join at the front. The prayer room is also a great place for private prayer if you're wanting to go there too. Thank you.